This is K.M. Dean from Muslim Radio Dallas. I'm here today with the Secretary General of Amal Foundation, Brother Salah al-Din. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam, brother. Pleasure. It's been maybe two, three months since the crisis in Sudan started? Two months. Two months. Can you give us an update of uh, what's going on over there and then tell us about your organization. Start by telling us what happened. Well, uh, I mean, it, it, it's very sad, actually, when uh, I start talking about Sudan. It's always like, hey, nice people, good people, beautiful country, the Nile, and all those kind of things. For the last, you know, I mean, say 50 years of my life. However, things have all of a sudden changed, you know, I mean, and people uh, have been, uh, they lived in a shocking situation uh, on April the 15th when the war started. The first bullet just was in the air and that was it until today. You know, I mean, two generals in Sudan, in the army and the militia started fighting in a radius of 10 kilometers just in the middle of the city of the capital, which accommodates more than, you know, 8 million people. And just they wake up in the morning at 9 o'clock and they've seen fire, bullets, bombardment, and all the kind of things that they've seen in the TV for the last few years. They're just seeing it right there. And people have, you know, their houses shaking and vibrating and they just went out and it was like, real bombardment, heavy artillery and army against army, you know, it was crazy. And people did not even believe their eyes and they did not even believe their hearts what's going on. And finally, that was a reality. It's a big war going on until today, almost 60 days, today or tomorrow. SubhanAllah. I'm so sorry to hear that uh, happen to your beautiful country, brother. And you know, we we want to help, and a lot of people, you know, are looking for an organization that they can trust. Can you tell me about the organization that you represent? Well, um, we are Amal Foundation. We are based in uh, Dallas, Texas, USA, and we are, you know, uh, just established like three years now, and. Uh, we have been working with so many people, helping uh, underprivileged people, you know, doing some surgery, helping people with the, you know, vision disorder. We've performed a lot of surgeries back when Sudan was quiet and good. And we have so many people from our country and Muslims over here and even non-Muslims. Uh, they have donated a lot for our, our organization and uh, we always tell the people we are the instrument to take your gift to those people who are really needed and people know very well how the situation in Sudan when it comes to poor people living under poverty and they need help not only food it's food health education and a lot of other things we are here to really take their donation there and um, you know make use of it, you know, for those people. 
So you have since recently established a team on the ground there in Sudan? Yep. Yeah, I mean, in fact, once this war started, we have decided to take a very quick and prompted action because any delay would really be uh, critical and serious and lethal. So the board of directors just met the second day of the war and said, hey, the little money we have, we have to take there because people started fleeing the capital to the other rural area of Sudan and two, three hours away from the war. Some of them, they just pushed to the borders of Chad, Tao Sudan and Egypt. And thousands and thousands, even million, I told you the capital has about 8 million people today. Not only million people are stay, still there. So you're talking about 6 to 7 million people. They left their homes without even a penny, some of them, even not without their, their cloth. So they left everything behind and they ran away when the opportunity allowed. So we are there, we send our people who um, are really started the work on the ground and they found that thousands and thousands of people are there to be helped. And we started with Halfa, which is in the north, in the border of uh, Egypt. Halfa and then a place, a city, big city called Dongola, where thousands of people have fled back to their home, kind of. And um, also uh, uh, Al-Qurair, that is another big city. And today, as I speak to you, we are in the 12th of June. Our team has moved to uh, the second biggest capital city of the state of Al Jazeera. And they are helping tens of thousands of people because this place is only three hours and a half actually from the capital where people have just gone there to kind of find a, you know, a, a safe harbor. And it's very difficult for those cities that they are fleeing to, I'm sure, to accommodate the people. It's uh, it's completely, it's over capacity now today. People are having their money to rent a room in a hotel. There is no room there. Uh, people who, uh, you know, have accommodated people as guests in their homes, you find, you know, a place or a house that accommodates in the normal uh, situation five to ten people of a family today they have 40 to 50 people schools uh, sports club mosque and every premises you think about or yeah. dream of is being completely you know filled and crowded with people to the extent that some people who have gone recently they could not even find a place. Some of our team members, they could not find a place to sleep in. And the room, you know, I mean, the prices and the rates store to I mean, three three $300 for a room, which is not easy, you know, in the usual, oh. in the usual, the, the usual situation is it's not even 25 to $50. So even if the people do have money to you don't you don't have for the combination you don't have the place something. you don't have the place so i mean that's why we have chosen that place because we've seen the real need you know people are crowded thronging there in one place the government and the other small small organizations they tried their best but we need hundreds of organizations like ours to go there and help people out of their agony it is serious. If it continues for another one month, 
I'm sure the, uh, the results and the consequences are going to be severe. So the job is just so big and there's so much work to be done, so much funds that are needed to be raised, and we are asking listeners to donate to Amal Foundation to help this situation before it gets even worse. That is correct. In fact, what we are doing as uh, Amal Foundation, it's just a drop in the ocean. But that drop could really save so many people, children, elder women, and other people, you know, and they are in the brink of, you know, collapse. And that's why, you know, we're talking to people everywhere. A penny can help someone, you know, smile. And we have seen our work and we are very happy because we never thought we were going to make a difference. However, this little money that we have taken from our beautiful donors who considered us, who believed in us, who trusted us, has really made a change. I promise you, money will make a big difference. So don't hesitate. Just shake your pocket and put a little money there. We are going to take it to the right person and it's going to help someone. It will save someone and you will be rewarded. The funds that you collect, they go to your team. And how does your team put them to use specifically? Uh, Well, we have a plan. I mean, before we start, we have a certain plan that this city we do a kind of evaluation and assessment where do we want to go and why where people need us most so we have just chosen uh, the, the capital cities where people uh, have uh, more people who have fled to so then we we decide we just see the prices and then we say hey the elders and children are priority and then we go and see how long we can support them uh, we support families for two weeks to three weeks, you know, of a supply that takes them with everything, you know, uh, that they need. So we just go and get the price. We make the quotes and then they send it back here. The board of directors will decide, hey, we're going to send this $30,000 will be good for a thousand people. And that is how it works. They come and they bring all their bills and we sign it and we just go say ahead and then we send it through the legal you know, banking system here from USA to our representatives there, and then they just get us the bills, and we go ahead. So, listeners, you hear it there from the Secretary General of Amal Foundation here with an opportunity to help the suffering people in Sudan. It's up to you. Visit amalfoundation.org to make your donation today. Here in America, in Europe, in Asia, and all the Arab countries and Muslim countries, we are really living in a, in a, in a better situation and we really need to just extend hand and feel the other people and sympathize with them and have some empathy. They need us, they need us, we need you too. Don't hesitate, do it right now. Thank you so much for whatever you might consider to pay for us and to these people. Brother Salal Dean, thank you for joining us on Muslim Radio Dallas program today. It was, it's been a pleasure to hear uh, what your organization is doing for the people of Sudan. 
Thank you. I mean, I'm very happy to be with uh, Muslim Radio Dallas. This is an opportunity to spread the word. Thank you very much. Again, you can donate to Amal Foundation on Amal Foundation. That's A-M-E-L foundation.org. Or you can zell your donation to 817-500-8695. Excellent. There you have it. This is KM Dean from Muslim Radio Dallas. Assalamu alaikum. Muslim Radio Dallas.